0: www.sealinggotspeople.org with your host, Dennis Beard. Come and let us return to the Lord. Somebody said, well, we're already there. We are a Christian nation here in the United States. But yet, the Lord said uh, that who will hear for the time to come? And you hear all the different prophecy conferences and you hear uh, various revelation they're concerning the Lord Jesus Christ who he is uh, their second person of Godhead not realizing that the Lord he is God and he is the Savior the Redeemer and there's only one in the Shema which is the greatest commandment of all Mark 12 29 the scribe came to Jesus said what is the first predominant commandment of all Jesus said Deuteronomy 6.4, the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and might, second is likened to it. Love your neighbor as yourself. From all this hang all the prophets and the law. We have that revelation of Jesus, the Christ. The Christ who is God manifest in the earth. And that revelation of Christ is Jesus, the Yeshua HaMashiach. He is Jesus, the Christ. We're going to see in Hosea 6 1, it said, Come and let us return to the Lord. For he hath torn, he will heal us. Now, why did God say that? God is torn, he will heal us. He has smitten, he will bind us up. Not the devil. God Himself. After the second day, He will revive us. In the third day, He will raise us up and we will live in His sight. Now we're in the third day that God is now doing a new thing. So we're talking about God taking the nations back for those who have an ear to hear. The time is now. Come and let us return to the Lord for his judgments are made manifest in the earth and we're seeing it more and more fires everywhere on the west coasts of the united states of america canada australia there we have it in russia spain all through the fires and then this covid-19 coronavirus and uh, Why? We don't even have a cure yet for Ebola, HIV, AIDS, and yet more coming. And we see in the Word of God that I'm going to read from the Word of God in Isaiah 5, and he talks about that the church, the body of Christ, woe unto them that rise up early in the morning that they may follow strong drink. Now, strong drink we have the wine that is of Melchizedek ministry offered Abraham bread and wine. Bread, the body of Christ, and wine, the blood of Christ, symbolic of Also, but there is a Mr. Babylon, the great mother of Harlots, an abomination of the earth that makes the nations drunk with the wine of her fornication. It's an easily crossless Christianity. Babylon, Mr. Babylon says, I set a queen. I am no widow. She's already married to the Lord. And I will see no sorrow. I will see no birth pains. Yet, all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And all these persecutions and tribulations that you endure in the body of Christ are a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that may we might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which we also suffer, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to render tribulation to them that have tribulation or troubled you. 2 Thessalonians first chapter. Here he said, what do they do? Church has got to be the world's got so churchy and the church has got so worldly, we can't tell the difference. Because now, there is such a program of spectacular sensationalism in the church. That we have orators told that you stay in the pulpit only 30 minutes. Uh, Don't quote too much work. Stay out of the book of Ezekiel and Daniel and the book of the Revelation. I've heard this many times through the years where I have preached. And these are Pentecostal churches. And you wonder why, where 20, 30 years ago, I remember that we would have two-month revivals and no rest nights. And it would keep going as long as the Holy Ghost was moving. And yet, now if you have a so-called, quote, revival, it's only for A couple of days and four at the maximum. And yet, the ones that say that's carrying on with a great move of God, we find hardly any word there whatsoever. People laughing, people shouting, but yet no word. And the Holy Ghost is given to confirm His Word, the Word of God, with signs, miracles, divers, wonders, and gifts of the Holy Ghost. So we find here, Isaiah is hitting the nail on the head when he says, they drink strong drink and that they continue until night till wine inflames them. Now the wine there of the blood of Jesus in the New Testament given for you is in the name Jesus Christ. What well, we find in the book of Acts. They said, no more teach anymore or preach anymore in this man's name, Jesus. For when you do, you do intend to bring his blood upon us. Well, that's right. That blood name of God is not Yahweh. It's not Jehovah. It's not Elohim, El Shaddai. It is not Father, Word. It is Jesus and we're going to see that God is taking the nations back for His great name's sake. But He does it by judgment. Spirit of burning and the spirit of judgment. And that's exactly what He says. Come and return. Let us return unto the Lord, as Hosea says. Hosea 6.1. Somebody said, well, I thought we were already there. We go to church. We fast twice a week, give tithes of all that we possess. What is lacking? The present truth of the word of God, if you walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship one with another, blood flow in the members and the body of Christ. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Minute by minute, second by second. Cleansing. Now, notice that Isaiah says in Isaiah five twelve, and the harp and the vial the tablet and the pipe, and wine are in their feast. They're meeting and having all of this musical wine, but no cross. No blood of Jesus. Staying away from the word, but having a hooping, hollering time, supposedly in the Holy Spirit. But Isaiah said, but they regard not the work of the Lord, neither consider the operation of his hands. Now remember my servant Moses, Malachi 4. Me, oh I send you, Elijah, before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. He will thrown on the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the fathers. And if we don't do it, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Now Moses was given signs to deliver his people, God's people, out of Egypt, out of bondage. And Moses, there when he went up on the mountain and the burning bush that burned with fire yet was not consumed, and you, talk to Moses, take off your shoes from off your feet for your ground that you stand on is holy, Moses. And he says, I've heard the cries of my people and I've heard their cry and I'm sending you down to Egypt to deliver my people. Now, we're talking one man to deliver a whole nation and who was slow of speech. Moses asked God, and he said, I'm the God of Abraham, And God of Isaac, God of Jacob. And he said, what is your name? Not not that God is. He is the Father. He is the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. But I need to know your name. That when they ask me, who sent you? I can tell them your name. And he said, tell them that I am that I am. Now that's an attribute of God in self-existent, eternal, holy one. A singular personal pronoun, I am. That he is self-existent. But he did not reveal his name. He did not stay in that burning bush. When we have an angel that wrestled with Jacob, and we find there in Isaiah, in uh, Genesis 48, that that was the angel that redeemed thee. Well, there's no angel that redeemed you. It's the Lord God Almighty. So we have what is called a theophany. Or a manifestation of God in the Old Testament. But he did not reveal his name. Why? Because he had not taken on a permanent residence. A permanent dwelling yet. And because he hadn't, he would not reveal his name there. Which will be an eternal an eternal habitation, an eternal tabernacle, an eternal dwelling. When he puts his name there, it is forever. There, he says in Isaiah 5, 12, that you're gathering for everything except for the main purpose. You're not regarding the work of the Lord. You're not concerned And consider the operation of his hand. The work of the ministry. That fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. That we are all to be conformed to the perfect image of Jesus Christ. Notice he didn't say, well that's okay. Because you're saved and you're meeting and you're having all this wonderful time. But you're not going into the work of my hands. Neither have you considered the work of God. Therefore my people are gone into captivity. Captivity because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst. Therefore hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth against without measure and their glory and their multitude and their pomp and he that rejoiceth shall descend into it. Now these are shouting people they think they're right, but yet it's a mistaken identity. And the mean man shall be brought down, and the mighty man shall be humbled, and the eyes of the lofty shall be humbled. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment. Now that's the reason we're having judgment. We're having famine, pestilence, sword, Noise and beasts. We're having Ebola. We're having HIV. We're having COVID-19. We're having fires. We're having uh, the ice caps melt, global warming. The waters there, the seas and oceans there rising. Because, and earthquakes in diverse places, all these are the beginning of sorrows, beginning of birth pangs, As in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. So God is showing us his signs and we're to take heed. Because all these are the beginning of sorrows. Not, Not the second coming of the Lord right there before all of this tribulation. But immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sign of the Son of Man appear in heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels and gather together his elect. Immediately what? After the tribulation. What kind of tribulation? Pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Why? The Sabbath day. For then shall be a time of great tribulation. Well, that is a great tribulation. But yet somebody says, well, it makes no difference. If you're pre, mid, post tribulation on the rapture, it doesn't matter. But yet that's not what it tells us in the word of God. Amos 9 verse 9 tells us there's a sifting on among, sifting going on among the nations That's God sifting the nations. And not the least grain will fall to the ground. But I will destroy by the sword all the sinners of my people, which say no evil shall prevent nor overtake us. What evil? Evil there is Ra, tribulation. That is that trouble, tribulation. They're saying we're not going to have any. We'll be proved tribulation out of it, so don't worry about it, which is a total lie. So because we don't consider the work of the ministry, the work of God, the work of his hand, he said that hell hath enlarged herself. It is a literal heaven or hell issue. Then he talks about, woe unto them that draw iniquity with cords of vanity and sin as it were with a cart rope. Thinking, well, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from past, present, and future sins so we can sin that grace may abound. Not realizing that grace reigns through righteousness. Not the righteousness, which Paul said, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness of God by faith. Well, faith is progressive. We go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord into what? into the perfect image of Jesus Christ. Now, we have heard that Jesus is the second person of the Godhead. It was declared to be that in 325 A.D. in the Council of Nicaea, in the Nicene Creed. In 451 A.D., we have the Chalcedonian definition of that Chalcedon, stating that he is the God-man. That, according to His deity, the Son of God, was begotten from the Father before the foundation of the world, which is a total lie. That is only one spirit. And that one spirit does not have a spirit junior. As we see in the word of God, we have denied the Holy One of Israel. So God has taken the nations back. He said, as as Hosea said, come and let us return to the Lord. He's going to say the same thing in Isaiah. Who is this doing this? The people say, let God, let him make speed and hasten his work. If there's a work, let's see it. That we may see it and let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw nigh and come that we may know it. If there's a great work, let us see it. These are scoffers. These are the ones that are heady, high-minded. These are the ones that think that God listens to their word, and they don't have to obey God's word. And I'm afraid that if we do not hear the voice of the Lord, that hell hath enlarged herself. As we go on, mourn to them that call evil good and good evil. That put darkness for light and light for darkness. That put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Somebody said, Well, how can you put sweet for bitter? Well, when you eat that good word of God, that Biblia that little book in Revelation 10, you have to take it. Nobody's going to give it to you. You've got to take it. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. You've got to make it in your mind that God is the only one you're diligently searching for Him. When when you diligently seek Him with all your heart, is the day you'll find Him. Notice that He took that little book out of the angel's hand and was told to eat you all of it. Not just one verse, not Romans 10, 9, that if I uh, believe, confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe that God raised Him from the dead, that you are saved, or whosoever called upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Or just one verse, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world, gave his only begotten Son, and whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Or Acts two thirty eight. repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise unto you and your children and many shall follow off, even to as many as the Lord our God shall call. And many, many thousands of different doctrines and churches, uh, denominations based upon what they believe to be the true gospel. Search you out of the book and read. Not one of these things shall fail, and those are the things of faith, and we're supposed to be earnestly contended for the faith that was once delivered to the saints, which is uh, the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. And uh, that is to search you out of the book and read. Not one of these things shall fail. Oh, that they were wise, that they would consider or know their latter end. Now, Isaiah goes on and says, Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. They're thinking, well, God's blessed me. If I God wouldn't bless me, I wouldn't have this big fat bank account. I wouldn't have that big mansion on the hilltop. And I preach whatever the people want to hear. And certainly God has blessed me with it. And uh, as the people, so is the priests. Heaping to themselves teachers having itching ears. So for the most part, they're hired harlings. What are we saying? It says, one of them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. Notice it's the Holy One of Israel. Take a look at not a Holy Trinity. No such word in the Word of God as a Holy Trinity. But we're taught through the Nicene Creed, through Constantine, in 325 A.D., in that Nicene Council, in that Synod, that this has to be God. Because this ecumenical council was literally called by Constantine. And said, this is the truth. Why? Because you say it is. We have the word of God. Somebody said, we really don't need the word of God. We really just need a leading of the spirit. But we find that most have followed their own spirit. And Jesus said, I pray the Father sends you another comforter whom the world cannot receive because it saith him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. It's the spirit of Jesus. For I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Jesus in you. Not another spirit. Not a spirit junior. Not a second person of the Godhead. And that's where we err greatly in doctrine. And we hear Jesus say, when they ask him, where is your father? John 8, 13 through 27. And the Pharisees ask him, where is your father, Jesus? He said, you do not know me, you do not know my father. He says in John 8, 24, except you believe that I am he, the father of glory, you shall die in your sins. Jesus stated there that he is the father. This they understood not that he spake to them of the father. Now there's a revelation there. Of course there is how God works salvation for us, that he made himself of no reputation, he emptied out of glory, made a sevenfold posed limitation upon himself to work salvation only as a man. Because by one man's disobedience, sin came to the world, and death by sin. Therefore, by one man shall my servant make many righteous. As the offenses of one, so also is the free gift of one. And Adam all died. We have to be born again. Born of the water and the Spirit. And that is not just repentance, as we see in Acts 19, chapter. When Paul came upon certain brethren, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Well, the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Christ. And he said, If any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. But the Spirit dwelleth in you, houses in you, that also was in Christ Jesus. It shall also quicken or make alive your mortal body. But if you have not the Spirit of Christ, is none of his. Well, Paul realizing, and he had not seen and felt the witness of the Holy Ghost there. For the Spirit of God beareth witness with our spirit that we are children of God. We're the sons of God. Well, it wasn't there. So he said, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? They said, Sirs, we don't know whether to be any Holy Ghost. We do not know what you're talking about. Well, Apollos, the silver tongued orator of Alexandria, who was well versed in the Old Testament scriptures, preached the baptism of John, John the Baptist. Paul then asked, if you don't know and haven't heard about the Holy Ghost, then, under what then were you baptized? And they said, under John's baptism. Under John the Baptist. Well, now Paul had to do some preaching. Well, he said, well, John then baptized with water unto Repentance. Now, godly sorrow worked with repentance unto salvation, not is salvation. but We're told it is salvation. That's a lie. Godly sorrow worked with repentance unto salvation, not to be repented of. That's the reason why Paul went on and talked to these believers. They haven't been born of the water and the Spirit yet, but they were believers. They had believed the, the gospel according to Apollos, but he preached John the Baptist baptism, which was just repentance. And Paul said, If you receive this Holy Ghost, we don't know whether there be any Holy Ghost. Then Paul said, Now, John truly did baptize, that's truth, with water under repentance, saying that you should look on him that would come after him, that is on Jesus Christ. And he preached to them Jesus Christ. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Paul laid his hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Now they've repented, been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, born of the water. And they've received the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. Most out there have only repented and not been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Somebody says, I was baptized, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, according to Matthew 28 19. Well, Father's not a name. You never took on the name. Son is not a name. He has a name. And that name was revealed when God himself took on and uh, dwelt in a permanent abode, a permanent dwelling, and that dwelling was flesh. The word was made flesh. Somebody said, well, God sent forth his son. Well, I know. It says there, Romans 8, 3, and what the law could not do and that it was weak in the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin of the flesh. But nowhere in the word of God did the father save the son go down to die for the sin of the world. Total lie. Well, then why? How did he send the son? Well, Galatians 4, verse 4 tells you how. In the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son. How? The Father speaking to the Son? No. In the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son. Galatians 4, verse 4. Made of a woman. Made under the law to redeem us that were under the law. so? How was the Son sent? The Word was made flesh. Who's the Word? The Word is the Father. The Word is God. The Word is the same Spirit as the Father. The only difference is a different office. Father's administrative office of the Spirit is the Creator of all. Well, who is that Creator? Jesus Christ is. All things are created by Him. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. All things were created by Him, Jesus Christ, for Him and for His good pleasure. Jesus Christ is that Word. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. He is that Word. He is the Father. He is God. He is Elohim. He always has been. But by one man's disobedience, sin came to the world, and death by sin. Therefore, he had to have a man to work salvation. And the Spirit can't do it. The Spirit can't die. And the Spirit doesn't have blood. And he looked for a man. And he was amazed he could find none. He wondered he could not find a man. Because all that sin comes short of the glory of God, none good, no not one. All was conceived in sin, shaped in iniquity. Therefore, God said, therefore, my own arm brought salvation unto me. Again, in the book of Isaiah 65. "Mine own arm brought salvation unto me. Christ is that spirit. 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. The Old Testament prophets search diligently into the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time, the Spirit of Christ that was in them, capital S, God, the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost, God Himself, El Shaddai, Elohim, Jehovah, the Tetragrammaton, the Yoha, Wah, Ha, God Himself is Christ. And they prophesied by the Spirit of Christ that was in them, Samuel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, all the way to Malachi. All prophesied by the Spirit of Christ that was in them. When it signified, when it testified beforehand, the sufferings of Christ. That's not Christ, Junior. That Christ, the Spirit, literally made Himself a body of flesh and blood. How did He do that? Well, first of all, He can't work His Spirit, so He makes Himself of no reputation. Philippians 2 Verse 6. They, Jesus being in the form of God, God or not Robert to be with God. Nobody's equal to God except God Himself. That's the Word. How did God send forth the sin? He sent His Word. And God said, All things are made by Him for Him, for His good pleasure. Colossians 1 16 and 17. Who is that? Jesus Christ. Well, how did God do it? And God said, Let there be light. When God said, And when he spoke, it came into existence. How? By his word. Who did it? God did. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Bereshit, Barah, Elohim. Eight. An aloftav. Hashemayim, bayert, hayerts. Seven Hebrew words there. But the middle one, the shamaf, the one in the middle, is an aloftav. Jesus claims to be that aloftav. In other words, in the beginning God from the A to the Z to the Alpha to the Omega, from the Aleph to the Tav, Jesus Christ created the Heaven and the Earth. That is the Elav Tav. That's Elohim. Elohim and all his attributes. Elohim and all the us. Let us make man in our own image. Genesis 126. That's all the attributes of God. Love, joy, wisdom, prudence, knowledge. Every one of these attributes came forward. Let us. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. With me and his understanding, Proverbs 8. Every one of them with a singular personal pronoun. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. I daily was his delight. That's just an attribute of God. Not another spirit. Not a spirit junior. When he said, let us, let us make man in our own image after our likeness, every one of those attributes came forward. From A to Z. The alop through the Tav, The A to the Z. If not, then whatever attribute didn't come forward, man would not possess. There would be no wisdom. There would be no knowledge. There would be, be no understanding. There would be no love. Every one of God's attributes came forward and was made in the likeness of God. <clears throat> That's the reason why Genesis 1.26 uses a plural personal pronoun let us make man in our own image. But the very next verse uses a singular personal pronoun. So male and female created he them. So God made man in his own image. Singular personal pronoun. His male and female created he, singular personal pronoun. Them. <clears throat> There's your revelation. So between Genesis 1.26 and 1.27 you have to understand. It's not the angels he's talking to. It's not the father talking to the son of the Holy Ghost. Not talking to himself. He's mentioning every attribute that he is. Wisdom. Understanding. Knowledge. You can see those three attributes in the creator of heaven and earth in Jeremiah 51.15. <clears throat> Wisdom, power, and understanding. Three different attributes, but it's all God. Well, Isaiah 44:24 tells us that he spanned the heaven by himself and the earth alone. By myself alone. Isaiah 44:24. It's his attributes. And God said, that's a word. God sent his word. That word was made flesh. Who is that? Emmanuel, God with us. For we find in 1 John 5, 7, there's three that bear record in heaven. The Father, Word, and the Holy Ghost. The Father's administrative office of the Spirit is creator of all. That's Jesus Christ. His name was not revealed yet because he had not taken on a permanent manifestation. Had not taken on a permanent dwelling. That and when he did, he placed his name there. Jehovah is salvation. Not Jehovah Jr., not God Jr., not Elohim Jr., but God himself. Emmanuel, God with us. The Word is Jesus Christ, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. In the begins, the Word, was with God, the Word was God, the same thing in the beginning with God, all things were made by Him. Jesus is the Word. Well, that's the thought, plan, purpose, and will of God in God's Logos, the Word. That is, and God said, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Well, Jesus said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. John ten thirty. Why? Because the Father, Word, and the Holy Ghost are exactly the self-same spirit. 1 John 5, 7 tells us so. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost are the three that bear record in heaven. The three are not three persons. It's basically three different offices of one spirit. And the Holy Ghost is the power office of that spirit. And you shall receive power that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Well, these three are one heis h e i s meaning the self same exact same spirit, no spirit junior, and that's where we've erred. So God is taking back the nations. How's He doing it? Well, I'll say uh, that's exactly how He's doing it. Let's go to uh, Isaiah forty four, and He says the same thing as He in Isaiah forty four that He says. In Hosea 6.1. Come and let us return unto the Lord. How? For he hath torn. He will heal us. God tore us. He hath smitten. He will bind us up. After the second day he will revive us. What got our attention? The judgments of God. He tore us. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered them out of them all. Here we have who is doing this? Isaiah 44, he talks about this time in Isaiah forty-four twenty-two. God said, well, let's go to verse 21. Remember thee, O Jacob. Remember these, O Jacob, and Israel, for thou art my servant. I have formed thee. Thou art my servant, O Israel. Thou shalt not be forgotten of me. Verse 22, watch what happens here. Now he's talking to Israel, and he said, out, out of Egypt, I'll call my son. And we find Jesus there uh, going down to Egypt and coming back uh, after he hears that Herod is dead. Look at verse 22, Isaiah 44 22, I have blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgressions, and as a cloud thy sins. Return unto me. There is a return. For I have redeemed thee. Who is your redeemer? Now natural Israel will be saved in one day. Isaiah 66. According to the promise to the to the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. According to the fathers. I shouldn't say the patriarchs. The fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, etc. And that has God. Literally cast off his people for blindness and part has happened to Israel until the fullness of Gentiles become come in, then all Israel will be saved. Not only the spiritual Israel, because there's been no replacement. Natural Israel still natural Israel. The promise to Abraham in Genesis twelve, I'll make of thee a great nation, and that is the reason why that God will give Israel to rule in the, among the nations during the millennial reign. To fulfill the promise of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. That was lost through Adam. But the church, the spiritual Israel, he's not a Jew that is one outwardly and that circumcision of the flesh, but he is a Jew that is one inwardly. The circumcision of the heart in the spirit who is praised not a man, but of God. Romans 2, 28 and 29. So he's going to say natural Israel and spiritual Israel. Therefore, all Israel will be saved. And Paul goes on and Romans 9, 10, 11. How how great and marvelous are thy works, O God. His wisdom past finding out. Here we see, he said, Let return unto me. Not return unto us. There's no trinity there. Return unto me. And he talks about, Sing, O ye heavens, for the Lord hath done it. Shout, you tower, lower parts of the earth. Break forth into singing, you mountains, O forests. And every tree therein, for the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and glorified himself in Israel. Who is he? Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. Who's your Redeemer? Jesus Christ, the first and the last. And he that formed thee from the womb. Who is he? I am the Lord that maketh all things. Who is that? Colossians 1, 16 and 17. Jesus Christ. Uh you know John 1:14 word made flesh all things created by him That stretches forth the heavens alone That spreadeth abroad the earth by myself God did it alone The Lord Notice he says that he is God and there's not another Take a look at Isaiah 45 and we're seeing the treasures of the Lord that Paul speaks about in Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. And he talks about, in Colossians uh, 2, verse 2, the full assurance of the, of the understanding of the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Till the full assurance... The acknowledgement of this mystery. What mystery? The mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. And until we turn back to one God, not a Trinity, not a God junior, not a second person of the Godhead, but the true God in eternal life and give Jesus the glory due to his name that he is the Father of glory, then there will be judgments. There will be famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome, Beast. The righteousness exalts a nation. Righteousness is Jesus is the Father, came into the world and took on a body of flesh and blood, revealing the Father. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is the only begotten God, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. You've seen me, you've seen the Father. The words that I speak are not mine. The Father that dwelleth houses permanently in me, he's the one doing the works. He's the one healing sick, cleansing the leper, raising the dead, casting out devils on blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue, lame off, kept going free. Blessed is he whomsoever is not offended in me, and righteousness exalts a nation. If America does not turn back to God, the true God, not this Trinity, the true God in eternal life, she will be brought down low in God's judgments. And with the spirit of judgment, the spirit of burning. And we're seeing it now. Who will hear for the time to come? Oh, that they were wise, that they would uh, consider or know their latter end. He said, I will give you the treasures of darkness. This is Isaiah 45, three. And hidden treasures of secret places, that thou mayest know, know what? That I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Who is that? Well, somebody said, well, that's the Father on the throne, and Jesus sat beside him. Really? Come down to verse 5. I am the Lord. Capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, which is Lord Jehovah God Almighty, that's a tetragrammaton, the Yod-Ha-Wa-Ha, which is the holy name of God, which they never pronounce. Instead of using Adonai instead instead for the name of God. I am the Lord, self existent eternal God Almighty, Jehovah. And watch, and there is none else. There's no juniors up here. No aunts or uncles, no juniors. There is no God beside me. Well, I thought Jesus was sitting there. No, there's no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west there is none beside me. Somebody said, that means there's no other God, but there's still a tree. No, he is only one spirit. The son of God is the father revealed. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There's no God junior. Now, there's various offices of that one spirit. Father, Word, Holy Ghost, Son of God, the redemptive office of that one spirit. Son of Man, the kingdom office of that one spirit. Jesus said, if I cast out devils there with the finger of God, not the finger of the Son of God, if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, know ye the kingdom of God's coming down to you. Who is he? Unto us a, a child is born, unto us a son is given, Isaiah 9, 5, and the government shall rest upon his singular shoulder. Who is he? And his name shall be called Wonderful, only use of God. Counselor, the mighty God, not the mighty Son of God, the mighty God. The everlasting Father, not the everlasting Son, the everlasting Father. Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9, 6. And that's where we have turned away from God. Not, not giving him the glory... That he is God Almighty and all the glory, all the power, the kingdom that Jesus has made. That man, emptied out of glory, made himself of no reputation, came in the, into the world and under the law to die, rose again, and went back to the Father. Not around him, but beside him, to him. set down with the Father in his throne Revelation 3.21. Now he prepared a place for us at the right hand of God. you think that 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 right hand is Kair, a a physical right hand? No. He does not use the physical right hand. He uses dexios, D-E-X-I-O-S, which is simply being elevated. The right hand means all power. So Jesus comes out as a man. He was one of us. So God made himself of no reputation took upon him the form of a servant. Who is that servant? Well, let's see. Isaiah 43, 10. Go back one chapter and we read, You are my witnesses, saith the Lord. Lord, capital L-O-R-D. That is Jehovah. That's Yahweh. That's the Tetragrammaton. That's the invisible spirit of God. And my servant whom I have chosen. Well, it sounds like there's two there. Sure it does. And my servant... Whom I have chosen a servant is Jesus, who, being in the form of God, made himself of no reputation, took upon him, he's in the form of Spirit, being in the form of God, and took upon him the form of a servant. Philippians 2 6. Well, who is that servant? Well, he said here, that servant is that man, took upon him the form of a servant made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man. God, fashioned as a man. humbled himself to the death, of death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him. And given him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus. Every knee will bow and every tongue confess that he is the Lord. That's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. Going back to where he was before. Glorified with the Father's own self. John seventeen five. All power in heaven and earth given unto him sat down with the Father in his throne, Revelation 3.21. That Jesus, somebody said, well, what's at the right hand? We're made to set together at the right hand of God. That is in the heavenly realm, four and 20 seats in heaven, where there's four and 20 elders. That's the priesthood. And Jesus said, him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne. That's the place I prepared for you. Even as I overcame. Where did you go, Jesus? Even as I overcame and am set. Not S-I-T. Not set down. But S-E-T. Forever settled. S-E-T. Set down with my father in his throne. Not around it. Not beside it. In it. Now, you'll see why we have breached the word of God terribly. And God's taken back the nations. His judgments are being made manifest now to him that hath an ear to hear. All these are beginning of sorrows. It's just the beginning. It's not the end of things. This is just a forerunner of it. And we're going to see many more things that'll be way more plagues. Earthquakes in diverse places. We're going to see more and more. This is just a forerunner of it. But God's doing it with his judgments right now. him that hath an ear to hear. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord. Capital L-O-R-D. That tetragrammaton. God, the eternal invisible spirit of God and my servant whom I have chosen. That's the one you see. The image of the invisible God. God manifest. That's that mystery. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3.16. That's not God, Jr. That's God himself. It said, Thus saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen. I chose him. Well, it certainly sounds like there's two there. I understand. But let's see what God says, not what denomination says, not that what the Nicene Creed says in 325 AD under Constantine, not what uh, the Chalcedonian definition is of 451 of the God man, of which all Protestant, almost all Protestant denominations have followed that God man which is another lie, whom I have chosen, what that you may know and believe me and understand. He wants us to believe him and have the understanding of it, not denominations, not catechisms, not these doctrines of hanging handed down from the pulpit by somebody that thinks they know who he is, but by the word of God. He says that you may know and believe me and understand what? The Lord, the servant, and God says that you may know and believe and understand that I am he. That servant is the Lord. Not just is in a union with it, is him. He says, I am he. Then he goes on and tells you, before me there was no God formed. He formed himself a body of flesh and blood. Neither shall they be after me. Somebody said, well, no, he's just saying God didn't form. Him. He said, yes, he did. Do you know, we have in Philippians 2, 6 through 8? God did form himself. A servant took upon him the form of a servant. God took upon him the form of a servant made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man. God manifested in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3, 16. Then he says, there is before me no God formed. Neither shall there be after me. No other God formed. This is it. There'll never be another one. God manifests in the flesh. Who is the Lord? Jehovah. Salvation. Jesus. Jehovah is salvation. Not Jehovah Jr. Look what he says. Isaiah forty-three eleven. I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me, there is no savior. Beside me, there is no savior. Who is your savior? Jesus Christ. Why? For he shall save his people from their sins. That savior is one, not three, not a second person of the Godhead. We've breached the word. God said, I have declared and I have saved and I have shewed, showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. That's what Jesus said. Yea, before the day was, I am he. Jesus. Somebody said, Jesus didn't say that. Yes, he did. Jesus said, for what work did you stone me? I was daily in the synagogue with you teaching. Why did you, stone? What you going to stone me? Thou being a man, maketh thyself God. For this reason we stone thee. They know exactly what he was saying. Say ye of whom the word of God came, that you are gods, little G-O-D-S judges. But say he whom God has sanctified. What's that? The word and sent into the world. What? The word made flesh. that that I sin or blaspheme because I say I am the Son of God. What's the Son of God? The Son of God is the Father revealed. The Father is the invisible spirit. The Word is the thought, plan, purpose, and will of God and the expression office of God. The Holy Ghost is the power office of God. The Son of God is the redemption office of God that God is manifest and seen in a body of flesh. Now that's the Son of God. Son of Man is the kingdom office of God. There, he says, before the day was, I am here. Jesus said, they said, you're not yet 50 years old. You've seen our father Abraham. Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it. One of those three angels that stood by was the Lord. When it came down, to destroys Sod- uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, where Lot was. And there's none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work. And who will let it? Verse 14. Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer. Who's your Redeemer? Jesus Christ. Is it a holy trinity there? No, the Holy One of Israel. When the devils came to Jesus, they said, we know thee who thou art. You're the Holy One of of Israel. The devils believe in one God and tremble, but we don't. We say, well, there's one God, but there's three persons. You, You just breached God right there. He just breached the word. Here, O Israel, the Lord of God is one Lord, not one with three persons. That is a lie. And God now is bringing judgment to the nations to reveal his holy name, Jesus. For his wonderful works and judgments are in the land. Then people will know from the least to the greatest that he is God. And there is none else. Through what? Through judgments. All the judgments of God, famine, pestle, sword, noise, and beasts for one reason. Deuteronomy 32, that they may know and believe me that I am God. I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. I, the Lord, do all these things for one reason. That they will know that I am God, the Lord Jesus Christ. There's not another. The Son of God is the Father revealed. The Father's the invisible spirit. The Son of God is the manifestation of the Father revealed, they express the express image of His singular person, one person. Hebrews one one through three, and you'll see, He says there again. that us say the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake. Those devils knew who the Holy One of Israel. They say, Jesus, you are that Lord. You're the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I have sent to Babylon and have brought down all their nobles and the Chaldeans, which cry is in the ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One. Not Holy Trinity. <laughs> the creator of Israel, your king. Well, there's a way to sing with rock to the man, but the end, they're, they're over the ways of death. Well, God had a son. Well, you're going in the natural now. Christ is that spirit. Who literally took on a body of flesh and blood as Christ. And he was born in the city of David. Who? Christ the Lord. The Lord Jehovah God Almighty. Emmanuel God with us. Not Emmanuel Jr. And somebody said, well, if he is the father, why did he pray the father? Because he made himself of no reputation to work only as a man. And the law was still there. So there's a distinction but they're in the days of his flesh because God's working salvation in and of himself alone. Therefore, God, there, as Jesus is born in under the law, not above it, in under the law. Galatians 4, verse 4. And as a man in under the law, he has to keep that law and has to literally be tempted at all points like as we are, yet without sin, in order to be our perfect, spotless, blameless Lamb of God, tested and tried in all points, body, soul, and spirit. Hebrews 4, 15, tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. He became one of us. Hebrews 2, for as much then as the children are protectors of flesh and blood, he, God himself, also likewise took part of the same thing all things. He was made like unto his brethren. Hebrews 4, 15, 10th at all points, like as we are, yet without sin. During that time, that law is still there. So even though God has his own body of flesh and blood, that law is still there, a middle wall of separation, separating the spirit from the man, even though that is God, manifest in the flesh, he's working salvation in and of himself alone, God glorifying his own human, redeeming his own human back to himself. Working salvation for God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Well, Christ is God. That's right. Christ was in Christ, reconciling the world back into Christ. But if he said it that way, we'd say, well, Christ is Christ. We don't understand what he says. God was in Christ. Christ is God. That's right. So the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, said unto my Lord, that is, God manifests in the flesh, but it's emptied out of glory. When he emptied out of glory, made himself with no reputation so he could work salvation as a man. The law still being a middle wall that parted God from man even though God has his own body of flesh and blood. Jesus said, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. John 14. The words that I speak are not mine. The Father dwelling in me. He's the one doing the works. He said in John 8, 24, except you believe that I am the Father, you'll die in your sins. You shall die in your sins. John 8, 24. That Christ, that revelation of Christ, Christ is God. Christ is the man, but Christ, the God Almighty, the Holy One, redeemed mankind through His own body of flesh and blood, back to Himself, redeeming the world back to Himself through His own body of flesh and blood. There's First John three sixteen for hereby perceive the love of God because He laid down His life for us. Therefore, we ought to lay down our lives for the brother. That's the reason Jesus said in John 2, destroy this temple in three days, I will raise it up. You will raise it up, Jesus. Yes. He said, they said, 46 years were we in building this temple, and you'll raise it up in three days. Jesus spake of the temple of his body. It's in the days of his flesh. So Jesus as a man is fulfilling his own law. Numbers 4 states that that high priest, which Jesus is our great high priest, well, doesn't take the high priest's office until age 30. Numbers 4. Well, Jesus will not start his ministry until age 30. And then he will begin glorifying his own human back to himself. Father, glorify me. He's got to pray to the Father. Why? Because the world's not redeemed yet, and he is in our stead, showing us the way, the truth, and life. God has made himself a no reputation to work as a man to literally fulfill his own law. The spirit can't die. Spirit doesn't have blood. Spirit can't be tempted. But the man can. The man can die and the man can shed his blood. But it has to be one of us. It has to be our kinsman, Redeemer. And because of that, God manifests in the flesh, 1 Timothy 3.16, that Christ, who is a liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. Why is that? This is Antichrist. He is Antichrist that had denied both the Father and the Son. Why? Because the Son is the Father revealed. You deny he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. Why? Because the Son is the Father revealed. You can't separate them. Well, there was a distinction in the days of his flesh. Yes, I know there was. Because the law had to be redeemed. He had to redeem us literally by keeping that law and then having the right as a free will sacrifice as a free will offering to offer himself for our propitiation, for our sins. So therefore, after he said, Father, glorify thou me. Well, Jesus said, my Father is greater than I. Of course it is, because the Father, the Spirit is greater than the flesh. Then he said, the things concerning me have an end. Yes, concerning the flesh. Then Jesus said, Father, glorify thou me. The Father said, I've glorified you and I will glorify you again. I'm glorifying you greater and greater and greater from glory to glory, glory. And finally, on the cross, after you've been uh, literally found without spot, without blemish, tempted in all points like as we are, as all mankind, yet without sin, you'll have the right to lay down your body at free will, living sacrifice. Jesus said, I have power to lay down my life. No man taketh my life from me. It's free will. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it again. This I've received in my father. I'm going to raise up my own body of flesh and blood. Why? Because he is the father. But whenever he makes himself of no reputation, he's working only as a man, not a God man, a man. Why? Because in Romans five, by one man's disobedience, sin came into the world and death by sin. Therefore, by one man, God is working salvation as a man. He's made himself of no reputation to do that. At man. is God's own body. Of course it is. But he made himself of no reputation to work as a man made in under the law. Galatians 4 verse 4. Why? So he could redeem us under the law. He's our kinsman redeemer. So he's going to be tipped at all points like as we are, yet without sin. And as he's found to be perfect, spotless, blameless lamb of God in both spirit, soul and body, human spirit, rational soul and human body, then he's going to say now, now deliver me. If it be possible, Father, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. He didn't want to. He, as, as a man of flesh and blood, did not want to suffer on the cross. There Jesus had in that Garden of Gethsemane, he was in an agony, an exponential agony. There when he said in the Garden of Gethsemane, John 17, 5, Father, glorify thou me with the glory I had with you before the world was. I laid aside the glory, made myself a no reputation to come into this world. I want all that glory back. I want it to be glorified with your own self. Not with just power, but your own self, the Father. All that glory back. All the power in heaven and earth. And he said, uh, there on the cross, Father, as he died, Father, into thy hands I commend my human spirit. And he gave up the ghost. When he did the veil of the temple rent from top to bottom, 30 foot high, 3 foot wide, and here it's simple. Then we also had there in Ephesians 2 that this law the ordinances of this law the ordinances of this law that were contrary to us against all mankind that he broke down the middle wall of partition how taking the ordinances of this law and nailing it to his cross thereby breaking down the middle wall of partition and of the twain God and all mankind making one new man who is that man? The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Who is this man, Jesus? First Corinthians fifteen forty-five. The second Adam, that second man, that second Adam was made a quickening spirit. Who is the Lord, Jesus? Second Corinthians three seventeen. The Lord is that spirit. All power in heaven and earth given to him. And then that spirit that he is, he said, "I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you." It's a promise of the Father which saith he, you've heard of me. Galatians 4 verse 6, God sent forth the spirit of his Son. The Son is the same spirit, the Father. But he couldn't send it without the death, burial, and resurrection redeeming that mankind back to himself, fulfilling the law. That's the reason God made himself a body of flesh and blood. And when you understand that, then you understand there's only one God who loved you and gave himself for you. And hereby I perceive the love of God because he himself laid down his life for you. Therefore, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. When we understand that, then we can understand that God said uh, that Holy One of Israel, the Lord, the Holy One, the Creator, He said, uh, and there in Isaiah forty-three ten, Thus saith the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon, brought down all their nobles and Chaldeans, whose cries in the ships. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your king. That is uh, the Lord God. And now he will do a work in the last days which God has called us for. But the first thing we've got to do is realize that God has taken these nations back. For those that have an ear to hear, God is uh, taking the nations back to himself. How does he do it? Well, let's take a look. He does it. That uh, uh, whole Take a look at Isaiah uh, 4. And it shall come to pass that those that are left in Zion and he that remaineth in Jerusalem shall be called holy, even every one that is written among the living in Jerusalem. When the Lord shall have washed away the sins of the daughters of Zion and have purged the, the blood of Jerusalem from the midst thereof. How? By the spirit of judgment, the spirit of burning. Turn to Deuteronomy 32. And when you see that in... Uh, uh, Deuteronomy thirty-two. God said, "I kill, I make alive." Why is He doing all this? The Lord hath thorn; He will heal us. He hath smitten; He will bind us up. Why is He doing that? Well, we see in Deuteronomy thirty-two, we find what God is doing now. We say, "Well, why is all these judgments coming? Why is coronavirus, COVID nineteen, locust plagues there in Kenya?" Uganda, Somalia, why, why all the locust plagues? Why all the fires burning? Why earthquakes uh, uh, on the fault lines now? And then go try to give scientific evidence, global warming, the ice caps melting. And say, well, it's it's just scientific. Uh, you Wake up, friend. And the ones that do know their God, take a look. God says in this Oh, that they were wise, that they understand their latter end. If you look at that's Deuteronomy 32:29, and that's what the Lord is having us do is, as nothing but uh, shoe shine boys, pop the rag and shine your shoes. Uh, they're called not of our righteousness, not of our holiness. We're doing this simply for God. And He says there in Deuteronomy 32:29, He said, "Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this." that they would consider their latter end! exclamation mark. How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight? We think we're chasing them. No, we're being chased. Why? Except their rock, capital R-O-C-K, Christ, that Father of glory, the Lord Jehovah, had sold them and the Lord had shut them up. Why? For their rock, that's that second person of the Godhead, little ROCK is not our rock, ROCK. What is that rock? Upon this rock I'll build my church. Well, that rock is Christ which is the Father of glory. He is the Father and the Son. You'll find that in First John 2:22. That's the doctrine of Christ. Who is a liar but he that knowth that Jesus is the Christ? What is Christ? Christ is the Father. Christ is the son because the son is the father revealed one in the self same spirit, not two persons, not a second person, one in the same. So first John two twenty two, John tells us in his epistle who is a liar, but he that denied that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist that has denied both the father and the son. Somebody said, if I don't believe that Jesus is the father, it's antichrist. I didn't say it. John did the word of God did. Very, very, very serious thing. And God's taking the nations. And it's going to get more judgments and it's going to increase the closer we come to the day of the Lord. Because God said to the end of the war, desolations are determined. The city will be without inhabitant, and the land be utterly desolate. And that determined will be poured out upon the desolate. That's Daniel nine twenty seven. Here we have it right now. God's doing it right before our eyes. You know, twenty-one agenda. One world government, 1992, 178 nations signed on to it. Right before our eyes. We're going to try to fight it. 2030, it'll be full-blown. Well, we know that the devil, that little horn, deceiveth the whole world. Revelation 12. Antichrist, that dragon, the old serpent, the devil, the scorpion, deceiveth the whole world. Now, we can try, stand, stand for God, but we know what's coming. And uh, that does not... Have no fear. Fear not him that hath power to kill the body, but have fear him that hath power to kill the body and destroy the soul in hell. That's who we fear. There, that they, they would. Their rock is not our rock. That's a capital O. C. K. That rock is Christ. If any man abide not in doctrine of Christ, Second John nine, he hath not God. And I'm afraid in over thirty-two thousand denominations we're finding that we're missing this boat and God has taken the nation's back for those that have an ear to hear and it's very simple. Just acknowledge He's God. Take on His name and baptism. It's very simple to repent. Go on. Not just partake of one feast and that is repentance. It's very simple. Obey God. Seven feasts of the Lord. That first feast is yeah, that feast of Passover, the death. Repent. Then unleavened bread that buried with him in baptism. That is born of the water, baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then you, you're raised in the newness of life, the body of the sins of the flesh destroyed through the operation of God, the circumcision made without hand, the circumcision of Christ by baptism, Colossians 2, 10 through 12. Then you receive the Holy Ghost. That's the fourth feast of the Lord. Feast of weeks, seven Shiva's, and then on the morrow. 50 days, Pentecost, 50 days, and then that's four feasts. If you're only partaking of one feast, take care of the other three. If you repented, then be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, raise the then of life, receive the Holy Ghost. Now you're born of the water and spirit. Now you're going to the feast of trumpets. The ministry voice that God is calling us to right now. It's happening in the land. And he says here, for their vine is the vine of Sodom, the fields of Gomorrah, and the grapes are grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. Their wine is the poison of dragons, not the wine of the blood of Jesus Christ. Not the bread, the body of Jesus, the wine, the blood. He said, their wine is the poison of dragons and the cruel venom of asp. Pretty strong. This is God's treasures. Is not this laid up in store with me and sealed up among my treasures? This is the seal of the vision. Daniel nine twenty four. To anoint the most holy. The street and wall built again evil and troubles time in Jerusalem, the body of Christ. To me belongeth vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time. For the day of the calamity is at hand and the things that shall come upon them make haste. For the Lord what's he doing now? For the Lord shall judge his people. Well, where does judgment begin? First, at the house of God. The righteous scarcely be saved. And where shall the end of the sinner and the ungodly appear? Here is the treasure of God, for the Lord will judge his people and repent himself for his servants. The servants of God. When he sees that their power is gone, there's none shut up or left. Their power, not Holy Ghost's power, their power. You come. You've ceased from your own labors to enter into his rest. And he shall say, Where are their gods, their rock in whom they trusted? Well, they trusted in this God Junior, the second person, the Godhead, but that's not the real. You're not following Christ. Christ is the Father and the Son. The Father's invisible Spirit of God, that one Spirit. The Son is that one Spirit made visible in a body of flesh and blood. That's First Timothy three sixteen. That's First Timothy. Uh, 6, you'll find uh, there the blessed and only potentate who only hath immortality. That blessed and only potentate, Jesus Christ, the blessed and only potentate who alone has immortality. That blessed and only potentate is the omnipotent, the almighty, potent, the only blessed and only potentate the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent God, who only hath immortality, Jesus Christ. And entered into the light. He's entered into that light, which no man can approach unto, nor nor see, nor nor can see. That's the Lord Jesus, 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 28, 18, when he uh, he comes up out of the tomb, he said, all power in heaven and earth is given unto me. That did not leave the Father powerless. He's glorified with the Father's own, own self. John 17, 5. Acts two thirty six. Let all the house of Israel know it surely that same Jesus whom you crucified. God hath made him both Lord and Christ. Both Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ, the Holy Ghost. Yes. He's always been Christ the Spirit. But Christ the Spirit made himself in no reputation to become a man, Christ, and under the law. Then Christ, it behooves him to suffer, die, raise again, and enter into his glory, Christ. Now you're getting the doctrine of Christ. Christ is not taught in the churches, uh, and that is to our shame. It's the minister's fault that Christ should be taught. And that is the foundation of the church. In Matthew 16, and unfortunately, it's not talked. Yeah, there Jesus said to ask his disciples, who do men say that I the son of man am? Some say uh, you're John the Baptist, Isaiah, Jeremiah, one of the other prophets. But then Jesus said, but who do you say I am? Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Christ, that son of the living God, is the father, that invisible spirit, and the son. One and the same spirit. As reading John 10, 30, Jesus said, I and my father are one, heist, one in the self-same spirit. We're not two. We're not a father junior. We're not a God junior. We're not a second person of the Godhead. You've seen me. You've seen the father. And how sayest thou then, Philip? Show us the father. He that has seen me has seen the father. And how sayest thou then? Show us the father. Believe me that I'm a father, and father me else. Believe me for the, for the work's sake. For the words that I speak are not mine. The father dwelleth in me. He's the one doing the works. He's the one doing all of the works of God, healing the sick, cleansing the leper, raising the the dead, casting out devils, open blind eyes, loose the down tangle, lame walk, captive, going free. It's the Father revealed in that body of flesh and blood. Jesus said, I'm we are. I am his body, I am. And not that I know him like you do, Ganosco. If I say I if I say I don't know him, I'd be like to you a liar. But I know him. He doesn't know him, Ganosco. He knows him I know. He is that spirit. There and, and that, uh, uh, in that revelation of Christ that all the house of Israel know, surely that same Jesus whom you crucified, God, hath made him. Well, Jesus said, destroy this temple. I will raise it up. God hath made him, that man, his own body of flesh and blood, Lord, glorified with his own self, and Christ, the Holy Ghost, that Christ is in you, Jesus is in you. Jesus said, I will not leave you coverless, I will come to you. Why? Because it's expedient I go away. If I go away, go not away, the Holy Ghost, the comforter will not come. And Jesus said, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This he speak of the Holy Ghost, which was not yet given. Why? Because Jesus was not yet glorified. It's got to be glorified. Why? It's God's own flesh and blood. God's work of salvation and of himself alone. Well, sure it is. There. Why does God do all this when he says, I kill, I make alive, I, the Lord, do all these things? Notice that he says here in verse De- Deuteronomy 32 and uh, uh, verse 39, see now that I, even I am he, and there's no God with me, there's no God beside me, I kill, uh-oh, God kills? Yes. I kill, I make alive. I wound, I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. He said, I lift up my hand, not hands, my hand to heaven and swear and say, I live forever. Bless his holy name. There's your God. And this is that song of Moses in Deuteronomy 32 and 33. That is a Shura Kahadash. It's a feminine song. We'll get into that later. It began in Exodus 15 coming out of Egypt. And it ended there at the Jordan River going into the Promised Land. We're going to sing the song of Moses and the song of the Lamb. We're saying that God is taking his four sword judgments. Famine, pestilence, sword, and and bees. For one reason, that you may know that he is God and not another. It's not to destroy mankind; it's to get our attention to turn to Him, and God's taking those nations back now for those that have an ear to hear. Now we can say, "Well, this is just a, a natural occurrence. This is a, a forces of nature, Mother Earth, this and that, and the other." But God has His way in the wind and in the whirlwind. He said, "I caused it to rain on city and not on one city and not on another," and still they would not return to Me. Return to God. I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. Come and let us return to the Lord. For he hath torn, he will heal us. He has smitten, he will bind us up. God's calling the nations right now and the people of God to come out of her. That Babylonian. Notice that that, uh, woman rides upon a scarlet colored beast. That beast says that Jesus Christ has not come in the flesh. It will not give Jesus the glory of the Father. Notice that that woman wears a scarlet and purple, but she cannot wear the blue. Why? Because the blue is the heavenly that 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 woman has to confess that Jesus Christ is the Father. She can wear the scarlet. He died on a cross. Where's the purple? He's the King of Kings. Can't wear the blue. Why? Because he is the Father. She can't wear the blue. She says, I said a Queen, I'm no widow. I see no sorrow. She is drunk. And it's the wine of her fornication preaching that there are three spirits in revelation 1613 there are three unclean spirits like frogs God wants the glory all his glory that he will not share with another there's no God jr he is God to the glory of the father he won't share it with anybody else and therefore he's warned us in revelation 1613 I saw three unclean spirits. John saw what was happening in these days. Three spirits: God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Three different personages. These are spirits. Three spirits. Three unclean spirits, like frogs, which are spirits of devils. Watch it, working miracles. What are we saying? This is a strong delusion. God sent that they believe a lie and beat down because they had no had no. Uh, pleasure in righteousness. Righteousness is Jesus came from the Father, is the Father, came in the world, died, rose again, and went back to the glory of the Father. Righteousness is he's God, came from God, went back to God. John 16. That's righteousness. Grace reigns through that. Without that righteousness, without that revelation of righteousness, for grace comes at the revelation of Jesus Christ. First Peter uh, 1, uh, verse 15, 16, 17. Grace comes at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's the reason grace reigns through righteousness. Got to have that revelation. I'm sorry, friend. That's the reason why, when you have the revelation of Christ, that He is the Father and the Son. The Father's invisible Spirit; the Son is that Spirit revealed. Very simple. It's the simplicity of the gospel, but yet we make it hard. 1 John two twenty two: Who is the liar? But he denieth that Jesus is the Christ. John tells us he is the Antichrist that has denied both the Father. and the spirit, the invisible spirit, and the Son, which is that spirit revealed in a body of flesh and blood. And we find 1 John 5, verse 1, whosoever whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ, he is the Father and the Son. He is the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. On his vesture dipped in blood, his name is called the Word of God, Revelation 19, 13. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. 1 John 5, 1. Is it necessary to believe that he is that Christ, that he is the Father, that he is? Yes, and what is God doing? There's judgments coming. Why? To destroy mankind? No. To redeem us. To get us to turn back to him. I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. That's Hosea 6, 1 through 4. Come and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn. What's he trying to do? And he will heal us. he's, He's smitten. He will bind us up. After the second day, he will revive us. And the third day, he'll raise us up and we'll live in his sight. We've got to hear the voice of God. The time is coming, and now he is, when those that hear the voice of the Son of God shall live. And we're hearing that voice now. Thus saith he that hath the seven stars. Thus saith he to the overcomer, Revelation 2 and Revelation 3. And that's where we're going, but we've got to make sure we're little children. First is newborn babes. But what's a little Children. The little children's sins are forgiven for his name's sake, and they've known the Father. They know that Jesus is the Father. They're established in the doctrine of Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Colossians 2, 9. That's the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Colossians 2, 1 through 9. Don't let anybody deceive you. You see, for God with all your heart you have questions, let us hear from you. We have over, I don't know, 500 videos on YouTube, on the doctrine of Christ, the speaking of Christ. And uh, they're on a smart board showing how God works salvation in and of himself. you have a question, let us hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. Also, subscribe to the channel. Help us get this word out. God, right now, is literally taking the nations back to those, for those who have an ear to hear what he's saying to the churches. Friend, we have our gift offer this month, gift offer 1001 which is eight DVDs in the Jesus-only Doctrine of Christ, which is essential for sealing going from babies to little children, that to overcomers, and then final fathers. Having their father's name written in there for you, is, I think you'll find it a blessing to you. Eight DVDs, roll well, over two hours teaching on each DVD, on the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now you can get this right to me, Dennis Beard, at Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. That's Dennis Beard, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606, or visit our website, dennisbeard.org, or sealinggodspeople.org, Request your copy, eight DVDs on the Revelation of Jesus Christ. Mention offer 1001. That's 1001 for your gift of $100 or more, and we'll get it right out to you. Again, that's the Revelation of Jesus Christ, eight DVDs over two hours teaching on each separate DVD of eight DVDs over 16 hours of teaching. Therefore, normally a gift of 160, you can have it, or gift offer for this month, gift offer 1001, 1001 request the revelation of Jesus Christ for your gift of $100 or more right there at Post Office Box 2906 Longview, Texas zip code 75606 or the website in or sealinggodspeople I know it'll be a blessing to you until the next time brother Dennis the spirit say behold the real dream.